Since the military coup in Myanmar on February 1, 2021, there has been a global outcry against the regime and against the international community for not doing enough to resist it. Some of this outcry has even been coming from here, in Columbia, South Carolina. A group of people from our community have been holding protests on some Sunday afternoons to bring attention to the military, called the Tatmadaw's atrocities against its own citizens in Burma. The protests have been organized mostly by resettled refugees from Burma who live in Colombia now. On April 11th, I attended one of their protests to talk about what was going on. You're listening to Seeking Refuge, a podcast sharing the human stories of refugees. Your host for this week is me, Aidan Thomason. The protest was happening in front of the South Carolina State House, facing Columbia's two main streets. A speaker was playing music from Burma, and a few dozen people were holding signs aimed at passing cars and pedestrians. Some cars were honking as they drove by. The first person I talked to was one of the protest organizers, who was handing out flyers. His name is Van. He told me that they were gathered to protest the military coup in Burma, which is threatening Burmese democracy and the safety of citizens in the country. We don't want military to over our country, so that's why we want that democracy. That's why we protest to help to America, to our country. He told me that they are also asking Americans to take action to sanction the military. The U.S. government has taken economic actions against the Tamada and has verbally condemned it, but the people of Myanmar need more. Van said the protesters are joining with calls across Burma for the United Nations to invoke R2P, which means right to protect, a principle adopted by the UN in 2005 that means that the international community has a responsibility to act to prevent crimes against humanity and ethnic cleansing, among other egregious acts. As of the day of the protest, over 700 people have been murdered by the Tadmada for peacefully protesting. People, we don't have guns or we don't have protect anything. But the, we are uh, peacefully, we are protect our country. But the, guards, the military shoot the people. Right now, it's over 700 people died. According to the New York Times, as of May 6th, the death toll now stands at over 770. Fans said that the Burmese community in Colombia has been protesting since the military took over in February. He said that every business is closed in Myanmar and people struggle to get food. He said, too, that the COVID-19 pandemic had already caused businesses to close, leaving people without money for food. When the military took over, the situation escalated. He sends money to his family every month and says that they cannot handle anything more than they are enduring right now. Schools in Myanmar have been closed for a year and will continue to be closed due to the coup. Van left to go pass out more flyers after we talked, and soon the protesters began to chant. R2P! 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 While everyone was chanting, I also found Ashley, a teenager who was helping her parents organize the protest by engaging with social media and media outreach without much response from the press, in her words. According to Ashley, the protesters are there to take a stand and say that what's happening in Myanmar is not okay and that the U.S. needs to be doing more to take a stand against the military. The thing she thinks the U.S. needs to be doing most is publicizing what's going on in Burma so the world can't turn away. Because not a lot of people in America are known what's going on right now, especially like see a lot of these people didn't even know what was going on until they were told. 
and because it's not being publicized as much on the news or on the on news and for any listeners interested in engaging with this movement in Colombia, you can find their social media at SMFSC2021 on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find more information there about what they're doing. Ashley and her mom had this to say to listeners as well. The youngest they've killed is like three up until they're going into people's houses, killing them. While the protest was organized by the Burmese community in Colombia, there were also multiple USC students in attendance, mostly students involved in the Colombia organization Gamecocks Aiding Refugees. One of the students there was Kate, a GARC member who works with the Carolina Survivor Clinic, an organization that provides holistic care to torture and trauma survivors. While my conversation with Kate was very hard to hear, because of the background noise, she said that USC students can help by supporting the community of refugees right here in Colombia. According to Kate, coming to events like protests to show support and keeping in mind how you vote are great ways to show support for the refugee community and their friends, families, and communities around the world. The doctors who run the Carolina Survivor Clinic were also in attendance. I spoke with one of them, Dr. Edwin Hayes, about what Americans can do to make an impact on the situation in Myanmar. He said to encourage the government to pressure the Burmese military by financial, diplomatic, or cultural means to stop the coup, and especially to stop the violence against the people. The U.S. government needs to condemn the military for its actions against the people and pressure them to restore democratic processes. Dr. Hayes also gave a speech as part of the protest where he called the Tatmadaw's actions an affront to democracy and decency that has gone on for 70 years. But decency and justice will always win out, and it's because of people like you step forward to shine a light on this darkness and urge on other people in higher positions of power to make good use of their power and to make good on the promises they made to all of us. He said that all elected officials who believe in democracy and decency need to defend it now. Dr. Hayes also called out the U.S. and the international community's failure to act on behalf of the people of Myanmar in the face of a global atrocity. Look for the American dreams. They're coming to the United States because they're trying to exit the nightmare. And the military in Myanmar has precipitated one of the worst nightmares that we have ever seen in the history of the world. This is a global atrocity. This is a global atrocity. The refugees that we are seeing coming from Thailand, coming to the United States, they're not just doing it because they're trying to make a better life. They are. But they're also doing it because they are leaving behind complete injustice, bloodshed, a military coup, all of the things that your signs show these people walking along that are happening right now. And he went on to point out the antagonism against refugees right here in Colombia. He called fighting the situation in Myanmar our responsibility. It is our responsibility, it is the responsibility of everyone hearing this message to stand up and say, that Myanmar deserves to be free, free Burma, and that the military coup needs to end. The people in Myanmar deserve democracy, they deserve decency and safety, they deserve the agency to seek out the life that they want and the life that they want for their children. 
After Dr. Hayes spoke, Van gave a speech as well, and although it wasn't in English, we want you to hear his voice too. That was Van, Ashley, Kate, and Dr. Hayes talking about the protest in support of the people of Myanmar at the South Carolina State House. If you liked this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us in the comments below. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at seekingrefugepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Refuge Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for all the updates on our show. As always, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Let my people be not on the jet to you.